0: Oh, hey there. Before we get into this episode of the Pretty Passionate Podcast, I have a very serious question to ask you. Who are you? You know, it's quite interesting if someone walked up to you today and they said, who are you? I'm sure you probably recite a list of your past achievements, where you've been and what you do for a living. But I really want to challenge you today. I really want you to take some time and think about that question. Who are you? Who are you in this very moment? The truth is, we must be willing to let go of who we think we are to discover who we can become. It's almost like the story of the caterpillar and the butterfly. Letting go of who you used to be is comparable to the caterpillar's transformation into a colorful butterfly. And right now, it's time to spread your wings. It's time you took flight. Hey, Woman on a Mission, welcome to the Pretty Passionate Podcast. I'm your host, CEO and founder, Cara Charisse. Pretty Passionate is a personal development destination and lifestyle brand dedicated to helping women become passionate, purpose-driven entrepreneurs, living fearlessly in their authentic, God-given power. On this podcast, expect conversations that speak to your soul, address your fears, and guide you with strategies into an unstoppable journey of stepping into the powerhouse you were born to be. It's more than doing business here. We talk about doing life. Let's get into it. Hey there, woman on a mission. Welcome to another Pretty Passionate podcast episode. I'm Car Sharice and I'm here with Dr. Lauren Borden. What's up, Dr. Lauren Borden?
1: Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm, it's, uh, how's your
0: week going? Week is good, week is moving fast. Oh my goodness. Like, I can't believe we are like five or six months, five months to
1: 2022. It's crazy. That is nuts. I had someone tell me that the other day, and I was like, that, I feel like it was, we just celebrated the new year, so I'm, I'm, a good time to reorient I suppose yeah
0: no I'm like still processing 2020 like I feel like I'm still processing 2020 right so it has has stopped me from fully embracing 2021 because like when I'm in meetings now I'm having conversations with any of my members or students I'm like I have to think about the year like when I say the year I literally have to think about it because I always want to say 2020 or like 2022 um so I feel like I'm still uh figuring out 2020 which has stopped me from fully embracing 2021 and now we're going into 2022 so time is flying but all is well how are you doing this week
1: good i i feel like i'm i'm processing i mean we were just talking about this before we hopped on i feel like i'm kind of going through some quantum leaps in like my own development and my own learning that i'm processing but it's like really good it's really really good stuff and i think it plays really well into what we're going to talk about today so. Yeah,
0: no, what we're going to talk about is super exciting and talking about leaps and talking about shifts. Um, let's get on into it. So, you know, this conversation or this topic came to me actually over the past couple of weeks. And to be honest, ever since I started Pretty Passionate and just working with a lot of women and a lot of my students and members, um, a lot of times we get into conversations and I'm even guilty of this as well in the past. We'll get into conversations and we know what it's going to take to become the person that we want to become, right, to fully make that transition and that shift, we know what it takes to do that. Sometimes it takes for you to get up a little bit earlier, right? Sometimes it takes for you to get in the gym and work a little harder. And what I've found, and I've been guilty of this in the past, is that a lot of times people like to lean on the fact, or not even the fact, but the thought of, I am just not that person, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I talk to a lot of people, a lot of my members and students, and I'll say, you might have to get up at five o'clock, you might have to get up at six, and then say, I'm just I'm just not a morning person, right? Or I'm, I'm just not that person. And while for some of us that can be true or we prefer, right? So I think we have to be very vigilant when attaching titles and attaching ourselves to different titles, right? Because that becomes, we become what we believe, right? And so I think today's, topic of conversation is really powerful because we're going to be talking about how we have to be willing to let go of who we were so that we can become, you know, who we who we are destined to become. And I think that's one of the things when we are attaching ourselves to certain titles that blocks us from actually and fully embracing who we're becoming. So I'm excited to get on into this because, you know, it's all about this conference this podcast is all about stepping into the woman that we were created to be, right? Leveling up, getting to that next level. And sometimes we wonder why it's not happening for us, why we're not having that breakthrough, but we have to then take a step back and say, what am I still holding on to from who I was that's blocking me from who I'm becoming, right? So what, like, what has your experience been with that, Lauren? I know you talk to a lot of your clients and maybe even yourself.
1: Yeah, I mean, so I love that. First off, I'm like I'm just not a morning person. I'm like, oh, I could just. There's so many angles to, <laughs> to like that statement, um, but I mean, I think a, a place to start is just really realizing that how much of growth and transformation stems from our own personal sense of identity mm-hmm. and how. Our, the identity and the the things, the ways that we describe ourselves, the stories that we describe ourselves, like used to describe ourselves are so incredibly important. Like these narratives that we construct and they're, in re- they're really powerful. Like right. they're really powerful and they're really important. And they can also be, they can be powerful, like in, in the, in service of of transformation right like you get you you create a story about yourself about like overcoming adversity or the the things in your life that you've been able to learn your personal narrative your personal story um can be huge in kind of charting what's next for you right. and we also tell ourselves stories that can get in the way of things and block possibility mm-hmm. so i'm not a morning person or you know, I think even for me, I, I mean, just speaking personally about the way that this has shown up for me, like times when I've just said to myself, oh, my brain just doesn't work like that. Right. And it's like, well, does it not work like that? Or have I been telling myself for so long that it doesn't work like that? So that when that thing comes up, I just don't try. Right. So, or I like check out or I kind of go, oh, like someone else will get that. Cause that's not for me. I, ha- I actually had that realization a couple, a few months ago, I was doing some work around my relationship to money. And I had it in my head. I'm like, I'm just not, I'm not, I don't have a mind for numbers. So whenever someone would start talking about the stock market or investment, my mm-hmm. brain would do this thing where it would be like, oh, I'm just going to be bad at this. And it would check mm. out. Mm. Yeah, And I noticed myself doing it. And I was like, this is BS. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, this is absolute BS. And that's a huge handicap that I'm moving through the world with. And so in the last few months, I've just gone all in on like learning about investments and finances. And it's, it's done wild things for my business. It's completely changed my financial life. Like I'm completely thriving as a result of it. And it's because I stopped telling myself that I'm quote unquote, just someone who's bad. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think so anytime you're, I guess the the point is twofold is like, noticing the stories that you tell about yourself, and and whether those stories are serving you and two is like i think what if you're going a lot of times if you're in the game of transformation and transforming your life and transforming who you are and how you're showing up one of the ways you can do that is developing a new narrative about who you are that's powerful and that actually serves you so like i kind of went from saying okay i'm bad with numbers to I am like, I am a businesswoman who started my own. I started my own successful business at the age of 27, mm-hmm. like, and like have been self employed and like changing lives. And like, I, and one of the reasons I'm able to do that is because I'm really good with numbers and because I'm good at finances and because I'm good at running a business. Like, that's a right. very different narrative than like, <laughs>
0: investments ah <laughs> you know no, absolutely it's so funny as you talk about money and numbers because i'm the same way right and and i whenever i get into conversations with people about even when someone's trying to teach me or show me right when they're literally just trying to break it down to me i immediately i'm like yeah this just isn't it and because and as, as like i'm like i'm just not that person Right. And and I think um to your point too, coming to realize that is when we can take ownership and then change that. Right. And so even in those moments where I'm realizing, like, why am I shutting down every time? You know, or why am I not even trying? Right. It's like, it's almost like we let ourselves off the hook. It's like the easy route out because transformation is not always easy, right? There's pain there, there's feeling and you might feel inadequate. You might feel like, man, I'm just not getting this. But what, I, what I've learned is when there is pain, that just means there's more learning to be had, right? And there's more practicing and that you need to go a little deeper. And so when we talk about money, for instance, and finances and stock markets and all of those things, and that immediate thought of I'm just not this money person, it then forces me to look at my past, right? And I think when we can get real with ourselves and start asking ourselves the right questions and we start to feel those things, then we'll get some answers on where we can start to change it right? And so, and where we can change that narrative. And so I'll look at my past and say, so what has my relationship been like with money? Or what has had those conversations been? Or me growing up, you know, what was I told that, or or lack of not seeing around me, you know what I'm saying, that caused me to believe that I'm not good with numbers, because it's complete BS to your point. And what I realized is that, you know, we're not uh, who we are, as a result of our past but more of because our past right and so meaning <laughs> as we break that down we could literally take the same person with the same circumstance for instance or not even same circumstance but same situation and put them there but because of what they believe and because of what they've been um conditioned to think they, they will have two completely different outcomes Right. So as a person who, let's say if you're in um, a family and you guys don't necessarily talk about money, but you have other examples around you that show you that someone that looks like you can actually make, you know, get over that hurdle and be in the stock market and so forth. Then that shifts your belief on what's possible for you, um, regardless of you know, what maybe your past circumstance was, if if you get what I'm saying. So what I realized is that like, we are not a result of our past, but because our past and our past experiences. And I think when we can tap into that and understand it's a complete BS, we can completely be whoever it is that we want to be, as long as we're willing to do the work. And I think we talk a lot about doing the work because I think a lot of times we think it naturally just comes and uh, some things we got to put in work.
1: Yeah. And it's actually, and this is what this is bringing up for me. That's really interesting. I am like, I didn't expect this conversation to go here by any stretch of the (laughs) imagination, but it's interesting. Right. Cause I think there's something about when we say we, when we tie like an inability to do something. Right. So like I'm not a morning person or I'm not a numbers person Mm -hmm. or like this thing is just outside of my realm of possibility. So it's not possible. Mm -hmm. Right. That belief is very much like happening to you. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't have much choice in it. And so sometimes one of the ways that you need to disrupt that belief is by going and doing it.
0: Yeah.
1: And like, and actually, so I'm not a morning person. I used to believe I wasn't, a, oh my God. I used to believe uh-huh. so deeply I wasn't a morning person. And then in graduate school, I, started, I took on this really intense internship and I was going to the gym and like I was really into fitness at the time. I'm still into fitness, but I was like much more into fitness at the time. And I um, I started waking up every morning at 5 a.m. And I would literally, I'd have five minutes and I'd roll right out of bed and just grab my water bottle and like get in the car and go to Orange Theory. And I'd do that. And granted, I got eventually got very, very tired because it was very, like Orange Theory is really, really intense. So I had to like switch up the workout a little bit, but I had to kind of prove to myself that I could. And it's interesting because now, I think now having having shown myself that it's not that I, I can, or I can't, I absolutely can. Is that actually the structure that best supports my life? Right. And then you get to choose. So with finances, I'm like, okay, now I know that I can manage my personal finances and I can manage my business. But when it comes to scaling, I might choose to hire a bookkeeper or I might choose to hire an accountant because that's their area of expertise and it just serves me to outsource that. Right. But that's a much more empowering place to make that decision from because I can, but I'm just kind of choosing, I'm, I'm, I'm realizing that it's actually not my zone of genius and it's not the structure that best supports me. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's a much different conversation than just like, I am not that person I can't or like a, a conversation about your identity. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think really important. Well, and how is this, Carl? like, how has this shown up in your life in terms of releasing ideas about like who you were and stepping into who you are and like that mm-hmm. kind of Yeah, butterfly? no,
0: oh, man, it's been, it's, it's shown up in several different ways. And what I've realized in that process, um, it, it's shown up in several different ways, especially as I make this transition into a full time entrepreneur. Um, especially as I transition into the work that I'm doing right now with Pretty Passionate. And what I've realized in that though, is how much courage it takes to let go of who you've been or, oh, yeah. who, or your idea of who you think you are to become the person that you're meant to be or the person that you wanna be or the person that you were born to be, right? There's a lot of courage that needs to happen there because you now have to ask yourself questions you now have to uh, face some really eye-opening things. That's like, whoa! I didn't even know that that was lying there. And now you also have to. Sometimes it could it could leave you in a place of of an identity crisis, almost. Right? It's like it's really that place of because you know when I talk to a lot of people, a lot of my members, and I think um, we might have mentioned this a little bit prior to having today's discussion is when I say like when we talk to someone we say who are you or you know tell me about yourself we attach ourselves to titles we attach ourselves to accolades which t- this is this is who we say we are you know I'm a, I have a doctorate um I am a, you know I have an MBA Or I am this and I'm that but when we really ask ourselves who are you at like at the core right who are yeah. you in this moment right and and throughout my process of this transformation or of this kind of shift into who I'm becoming, you know, I had to ask myself, who am I in this moment? And that took a lot of courage to do that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of courage to say, okay, I can completely let go of what I've done, who I've been, what I've accomplished. Because while those things are amazing, it's hindering me from truly accepting and opening up to who I can become outside of the confines of those things. Because what happens is, when we attach ourselves to those titles. Okay, I'm, you know, I have a doctorate, I've been in corporate for 12 years. We continue to act as we're still in corporate, even though now we're an entrepreneur.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We continue to still hold on to that doctorate and it limits us from opening up in truly amazing and beautiful ways. And we talked about Uh this, It's almost like that caterpillar to butterfly story, where that caterpillar literally Transformed. It took on a new shape. It took on a new a, a new look, you know, and a new even a new function, right? Because the caterpillar just crawls. Where now the butterfly has these big, beautiful wings, and it can fly. It can do all of those things. However, if that caterpillar had told itself, "I can only crawl," <laughs> you know, this ain't me. He might have physically gone through the transformation, been in the cocoon, and came out as this butterfly. But he has these big, beautiful wings, and he's trying to walk on these little legs it's so funny so you ever see a butterfly um you know you might look around you might see a butterfly walking um if you've ever seen a butterfly walking <laughs> and i remember one day looking at a butterfly and it was kind of like wobbling right it, it was like it was like the weirdest thing this butterfly was kind of like wobbling on walking and what it said to me and spoke to me in that moment is is and what i asked myself is like don't you know that you have these big beautiful wings and you could fly? Like, you know, like you're walking and you're kind of wobbling and it, it, I'm sure the butterfly was completely fine, but for me, what it spoke to is like, you're, you're struggling trying to walk and do whatever it is you're trying to do. When you have, you now have these big beautiful wings, you can actually fly and get to wherever it is you're trying to go 10 times faster, stronger and harder. And I think as people, when we hold on to who we've been and what we've done, it's almost kind of like that effect. We're walking <laughs> and we're like wobbling because we keep ourselves locked into this idea. When we're like, man, like God is saying, like, man, don't you know you have these big, beautiful wings and you can actually fly, like accept it, own it. You know, Um. so, through, so back to your question, <clears throat> about what that's looked like for me, it's taken a lot of courage to tell myself, you can actually fly, to so fly.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That is so... Oh my gosh, so much just came up for me in that moment too, when you were when you were going through that. Cause it's the courage piece, I think, is so important. And I think a big thing, taking it a step further, one of the things I've been playing a lot with recently is like the degree to which those identities and those stories, like we kind of switch, like we kind of swap them out for new ones, right? Mm-hmm. So it almost sounds like when we're talking about this, it's like, okay, well, I'm not a morning, like you, you, we go from saying, okay, I have this title or this accolade. And then maybe you're meant to have a different title and accolade. And like that, that transition is scary. Right. And, and, so for example, like me coming from, I, I talk about my PhD all the time because so much of my work has been dismantling that mm-hmm. for myself and like dismantling the, the, like the part of me that felt the need, like, and I still the PhD was amazing, but like, why did I feel like I needed that, that accolade to be legitimate? Mm. And like, so me, my, for my own personal journey, being willing to kind of look at that, um, that trajectory of, okay, like I am like, I used to, I used to identify so deeply with the, the title of PhD and with the, the, um, research basis and the uh, being highly analytical and logical and thinking like basing so many of my decisions in like very, very deep critical thought, which is so good and important. But then there's this other side of me that's very, very spiritual. Right. right. And so, and like moving from cor- you know, corporate PhD consultant out into business owner. So I kind of was doing this thing where I was like trading identities. Right. So trading, mm-hmm. okay. I, I feel like I'm no longer this you know, corporate person. And now I'm going and I'm going to be a business owner and that's my new identity. And that was a scary shift. Yeah. And I think the new, the next level of it for me has been actually realizing that like, we're actually not our titles. No. Like we're not our titles. We're not our accomplishments. Those actually are not the reason that you deserve to be in the room.
0: Mm-hmm. And those
1: aren't the reason that you're like, those aren't the reason that you're brilliant. And so the the gifts that you have and are like, are born to bring into the world actually to a degree come from shedding, like shedding the things that you feel like you need in the world to be legitimate and be able to walk into the room and be accepted or like, or whatever. And that process is so vulnerable and takes so much to your point, takes so much courage to just say like, this is, this is who I am. This is what I have to bring to the world. And maybe part of that like, will lead you to go getting a, going and getting a PhD or something like that. And all of that's okay. But that's an expression of who you are. That's not who you are. Right. That's, that's a consequence of you being full, fully self-expressed in the world. It's not actually your core. And yeah. so the more I think the, you know, there's this beautiful saying in the self-development world about how much of growth is actually unbecoming and coming Mm -hmm. back to yourself and coming back to that core and realizing how many of these narratives are kind of made up. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not a more, I'm a morning person. I'm not a morning person. I'm analytical. I'm spiritual. I'm a numbers person. I'm a words person. Like, Mm like, like you're you, (laughs) like you're just you. And that's, that's perfect. And that's okay. And the more, I think so much of that transformation is that the more you come into deep, deep relationship with that part of you, the more everything just naturally flows from there. Like the business naturally flows from there. The clients naturally flow from there. The finances naturally throw flow from there because there's no fight, there's no resistance, there's no um, performance, you know? Yes.
0: Oh, so powerful. And as you were talking, this actually makes me think of, this is why I actually appreciate like Instagram now because it has brought us to a place where people are truly, you can see expressing themselves um, at the core, a lot of times, you know, we still have some people who are creating an <laughs> Sometimes not. But, sometimes, but there, is, right. there are a lot of people who are using it for that. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's, it's true self-expression. And you said something earlier where it's like knowing that your accolades or the degrees that you hold or whatever isn't necessarily the only thing that's going to get you in the room. Right. And so, because of social media, because of Instagram, it has allowed people to create platforms and businesses and ways of life by truly just ex- expressing who they are, what Ooh. they like. If you look on Instagram right now, you'll find a niche for every single thing someone who just likes to mix drinks, there's a, a mixologist influencer, someone who only likes to you know we have obviously the fashion and the hair and the makeup um but you know there's so many different niches people who breed dogs people like i've come across you know someone even as simple as art painting art but doing it for like uh i think she was like she had like a disorder or whatever but so that was like her lane and that's what she leaned into she had like um a manic depressive disorder or something to that extent extent but she was like her artwork was reflective of that because that was her experience you have people who are making products and if this product is specifically for eczema let's say it isn't fully skin care but they've leaned into this is for a certain skin condition because of what they've experienced in their past and so that's the beautiful thing about what we're seeing now in our society and in our world because it's allowing people to enter rooms and being a part of conversations that they don't need a degree for it. They don't need an accolade for it. it's truly just because of who they are and what they've been able to express through them. Right. And, yes. and that's what we talk about a lot in pretty passionate and so success. And a lot of what you're doing is how can we take our experiences, our stories, who we are, um, at the core <laughs> and express something so beautiful, allow something to come through us that can express itself in this world in such a beautiful way and help hundreds of people in the process, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it, it's such a powerful thing. And we're moving away from the, the world of, I had this and I have that. While that's great, when you get in a room, what are you talking about? What do you stand for? Who are you? <clears throat> you
1: know? Oh my gosh. One, that, it's so funny that you said that. I was thinking about that. I was, as I was getting ready this morning, I was thinking about this, like, this like who you were who you're becoming thing and like how our accolades are the titles that we use like are it's interesting they're like door openers they can be door openers it's like the thing that opens the door but it's not the thing that actually like it's if you stay in that place it might not necessarily be like there it's there's there's actually there might be a disconnect from you sometimes and like and i but i but then thinking about that, it's interesting because I'm like, is it a door opener or is it a door opener in an old paradigm that we're shedding? Woo. like mm. I would argue that a lot of those accolades and like the the accomplishment based model, the us saying you know, us saying even me saying being like, I'm a super successful businesswoman, like, yeah, but that's not like who I am, who my, what my soul is. Mm. And so it's like that, the accolades and the thing, it's it's almost kind of like the thing that, that for a lot of people, you need to dissolve the the barrier between you and them so that like you can actually like have access to the opportunity. But to your point, I actually really believe like in my soul that we're going through a really big shift right now where I think we're shedding a lot of that.
0: Absolutely. and.
1: Absolutely. I think we're moving into a space where authenticity where connection with your soul where soul-based businesses and soul like purpose-based businesses and like that that like really I think people are starting to almost be kind of allergic to things that lack soul and authenticity. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and like how much of that stepping into that space is going to require us I think to shed the ideas of what I'm like, this is just like coming to me right now. But like, shed the ideas of of the things we needed to do to like be acceptable or something, yeah. And yes. just be willing to like show up in the moment and and be or something.
0: Yes, because because you know, especially with you know, like you said, with the shit that's happening in the world and everything, we've realized that it's the biggest scam <laughs> because when. <it's laughs> <boring. laughs> when we're when we're doing those things and we're doing the backflips and getting all of the things and attaching ourselves to the titles and so forth to your point there's a disconnect and there's no fulfillment there you know and you're not happy and we find ourselves like why am i getting up and i'm tired why am i dreading going into this office you know why do i feel like all i do is work 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 and we found i think in 2020 there's been a lot of people who started to take their lives their next steps into yeah. their own hands right and this is the first time that we were like whoa this actually feels great like like wait a minute So I actually don't have to commute for two hours to work get in there be stressed out <laughs> and sit at this computer and deal with this whack company culture and then come home and bring all of that stuff into my home to only get up and do it so, so, so you may tell me I actually don't have to do that
1: it's well and the, the first thing that popped in my mind like literally it was like the great resignation in 2020 into 2021 mm. like they're, that's what they're calling it i do some like executive coaching and they're like it's the great resignation everyone's leaving and it's and it's like to this point about identity i think it's because it covid and and all of the things that went down were absolutely awful or are going down there's we're still in it but but the 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 reorientation of how we were moving through the world, the work from home, the like it completely shook up our world, completely shook up our world, obviously. And I think yes. it had, to your point, it had us question some of the rules and the the identity that like we had as a culture. Like you know that to be professional, you have to be, Working a nine to five, that you have to be giving Facetime, like uh, the, all of these organizations. It's really interesting because I do I do this like group leadership coaching, and they're all like all uh, so many of these women are these amazing leaders, but they're ta- they're reflecting back to me what's happening in their organizations, which is that like everyone's losing their minds because they're like there there's so much ambiguity because the identity of like coming in and working a nine to five and having Facetime. <laughs> Structure like this way that we identified as an organization has been completely disrupted, and we've completely challenged the notion that we have to have face time to be okay. And right, and like so now people are saying, actually, no, I'm not going to come back. Right, and like it's opening the doors for these conversations that they don't know how to have because it's like, what do we, what do we do? Because because they don't have that anchor of that identity anymore, because it's it's basically like a corporate identity crisis. I, w- I was literally about
0: to say that, a, yeah. a huge corporate, just worldly identity crisis, because to your point, it has now showed us that we can still get the job done without all of these things. And I no longer identify with that person. It's been a, like, think about, it. it's been a whole year. Plus, do you know how much, how many shifts and changes, And think about yourself a a year ago. You are a completely different person from the person you were in 2019, from the person you were even in January 2020. You are a completely different person. So many things happen in a year. So when we were completely challenged and changed our lifestyles, our way of thinking, what we thought even from a government standpoint, what we thought could never happen in a million years has completely shattered that. And it has forced us to now, in that moment, say, look at what's really important and what is it that we really want to create for our lives. You know, it's like such a powerful, powerful thing. Like, it's an amazing thing. And so as we sit here and as we, you know, just come to um, wrap up today's episode, you know, Lauren, I do want to ask you though, because I know you do a lot of this work in your Soul Success program. Um, so tell us a little bit about, you know, fi- like, looking at the core of who we are, like un- uncovering who that person is. Like, tell us a little bit about your program and then even like what one will begin to do to start that work or even be prepared to work with you.
1: 100% and actually thanks for bringing that bringing that in. It's funny when we were talking about this topic, I was I like, didn't even see the connection. <laughs> but totally I'm just like, I'm excited to talk about this. But um, so my soul success program is, a really intended to be um an accelerator for people to find the the idea the purpose oriented the per like the mission that they were born to bring into the world so i actually see it as a really beautiful precursor to your leap program because it's like for people who have had this maybe dark night of the soul or have felt, you know, the call towards something bigger, particularly something like to go create something big and beautiful that impacts people and that, that leaves an impact on the world, but are kind of asking themselves, like, what is that thing? I don't really know. Mm. Um, And so it's really intended to be almost like a spirit, really a spiritual container for us to allow that thing to come through you Mm -hmm. really almost like you're birthing it into the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so in terms of the connection between what we, it's a beautiful connection between that and what we've been talking about today, because phase two of the program is really geared towards you going deep inside of yourself and dismantling some of the stories that you've had about who you are, right. about the things that you you think you need or should bring into the world, and allow yourself to clear that out of the way and actually connect with yourself on a soul level mm-hmm. and with your true God-given gifts. Mm. Wow. And just get crystal clear on what that offering is that you bring into the world and how, how to actually leverage and and... I feel like leverage sounds like this, like super masculine term, but it's like how to actually embrace and embody that part of yourself, such that your purpose flows freely as a result of that. Yeah. And then once that phase is complete, we move into the purpose, the um, purpose and mission oriented phase, where it's really we're really getting clear on what that impact is on the world. Um, But what a lot of people find is that it's a lot more creative and flowy and um empowering of a like it's such an empowering process because rather than trying to go through and solve it like a solve things like a math problem and be like what is what is my purpose and like have this super heady conversation it's actually so much of it's about that introspection and almost meditative practices that just allow it to kind of bloom in this really beautiful way so
0: yeah yeah
1: um yeah that's that's what soul success that's no, right.
0: I, you know what, I'm so excited, and I love it. Um, and I think, like you said, it's a beautiful precursor to the LEAP program, because what we do in the LEAP program is that people who know they have this calling, this purpose, and they've identified it, they know, like, I love to do this, and I know my skill set, or and I have my skill set, how can I create, how, now that I have a bit more clarity on what that is, or have an idea, how can I now go into action? Because the next step of that, right, it's, it's, it's great to get clear because, and this is the thing, what people have to be careful with is once your eyes are open, you cannot go back to an old way of living, right? And so, yeah. <laughs> like, once your eyes are open to, okay, I don't have to do this. I don't have to live this way. Oh, well, this is actually really what I want to do. This is actually really who I am. Oh, you have that great awakening, which your program facilitates you cannot go back to living in a state of sleep, right? Like you just can't. But for a lot of people, when they had that great awakening and they wake up, they're still stuck by fear, right? Fear still keeps them paralyzed because they're like, oh my goodness, I had this great awakening. I see, it's like seeing this amazing island in the distance, right? But you have to cross this huge body of water in order to get to that island. It's like, oh, I see this island. Like, you're currently on an island that's run down. You're running out of food. (laughs) You're running out of food now. Or maybe you have to go hunt. Like, it's just really run down. It's dark. The sand isn't beautiful. And up ahead, you see this beautiful island with beautiful sand. You know, maybe it's like white sand, black sand, whatever. Look, tables and tables of food and friends and laughter. But you're like, man, I have to cross this huge body of water. And so after they had that great awakening with you, They then come to the LEAP program, and we help them cross that huge body of water, right? We say, what are your fears? Tackle your fears. Um, Because what I realized and what was a huge game changer for me is that pain and fear, when we can attack it head on, it shrinks, right? It gets smaller. Mm -hmm. When we kind of like avoid it, it grows. (laughs) When we try to run from it, it runs after us, (laughs) Like like a big hairy monster breathing on the back of your neck. Right. And so in the lead program, we show you how you can run after the fear, how you can attack it head on so that it shrinks and it's not as big as it is. And you can actually get over to that big, plush, beautiful island. And we do that with strategy. We do that with um, vision. We do that with coaching. We do that with actually holding your hand, giving you clarity, helping you identify what those fears are and creating that new story that we talked about in this program. And so it's just a beautiful two part situation here that I, I absolutely love that thus helps you to shed you know who you've been um in order to become who you were created to become and so before we wrap up in <laughs> today's episode you know I love to leave people with three takeaways and Lauren if you have anything additional please feel free to add but just to sum up today's episode you know I want to say one it's super important like we have to be conscious to make we have to be uh uh aware and we have to be committed to making a conscious effort every single day to shed the old and embrace the new. Like it's a it's a decision that you have to make every single day because different things are gonna come up and you have to then question it and ask, is this who I am in this moment? And so that leads me to part two is asking ourselves the right question, right? It's like, who am I in this moment? Remove the accolades, remove the degrees, remove all of those things, the past successes, and really ask yourself, who am I in this moment? Um, what do I want to become? What do, what do, what do I want to feel? What type of life do I want to create? And what is it going to take for me to create that? And then I would say the last part is, we mentioned it very early, being vigilant and not attaching ourselves to titles. right? Not saying, and, and, set, and being comfortable with settling there. Not saying I'm not a morning person. I'm not a business owner. I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm not, you know, whatever the stories is that we want to attach to ourselves, um, being very vigilant and uh,
1: making sure we don't do that. So. Oh my gosh. I'll even take it a step further. I would challenge the people who are listening to this podcast to sit down, grab a journal and write out list style every story or assumption that you make about yourself. Mm-hmm. What are the stories that you tell about yourself? And then once you get the list, I want you to sit there and ask yourself, one, where did this come from? Two, what's the impact of this assumption on my world? Like, how am I compensating for it? Like, what is it creating in my life? And three, is it serving me and do I want to keep it? Like, actually take inventory, like treat it like you are cleaning out your closet and if anything that's not serving you, anything that's that's killing possibility for you, be willing to be flexible in the way you identify, like in the the identities that you create for yourself.
0: Yes. Wow. That's so powerful, guys. I hope you guys were catching that. Um, if not, hit rewind on this podcast or on this YouTube video and look and uh, take a look and listen to these action steps that Lauren just shared. And guys, if you want to learn any more about Lauren's Soul Success Program, about my lead program, about the Pretty Passionate Insider Network, there are links below this episode, below this video if you're watching us on YouTube, um, where you can tap in. Tap in, we're here. You know, long gone are the days, as Lauren mentioned. We are shifting, we're going through a huge shift where we now have to express who we are it's our souls are calling and the world needs what you have to express you have something very beautiful something very amazing locked up inside of you that we all need we all need you to express it and so be sure to subscribe like comment share let us know in the comment section hit us up on social media our social media links are below somewhere hit us up on social media let us know what are some of the stories you've attached to yourself and what you are ready. And who you are ready now to become all right guys thank you for listening to this episode of the pretty passionate podcast and we'll see you next week hey beauty thank you for listening to today's episode of the pretty passionate podcast if you feel like this episode has helped you in any way be sure to subscribe and leave a review if you think it can be valuable to another woman on a mission don't be selfish share this episode with her And you can head over to our website, prettypassionate.com, and learn more about our powerful community of other women just like you. Find out about our eight-week leap program and shop Pretty Passionate apparel and lifestyle items. You can follow at Live on Instagram and Facebook and follow me, your host, at Cara This is your weekly reminder that you got this. I'll connect with you in the next episode. I love you and there ain't nothing you can do about it. Mwah!